least, ladies and gentlemen, to this podium today, he's not a stranger. He says, how can you be introducing someone in his own home? We are most privileged and we are grateful, sir. We appreciate you, sir. He's a father and a mentor in the body of Christ, not only in Nigeria, the world over. Help me appreciate Bishop David Oyedepo. Shall we lift up our two hands to heaven and bless this great God who started this convention with us with power, with awe, with his presence since Sunday evening. Now, shall we lift up our two hands and celebrate this great God, ever faithful, ever reliable, ever dependable. He started with us, he continues with us. It will end with us. Every session shall be greater than the previous. Tomorrow shall be greater than today. Next one shall be greater than tomorrow. Now, celebrate this ever-reliable God together. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed be your name. Now, shall we pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, Thank you for this great ministry and the great things you've kept doing since this work began. Thank you for your set man and the team you have put around him. Thank you for the breaking forth of your grace from time to time. Thank you for where you have brought this church to today and thank you for where you are taking this church tomorrow. Now receive our thanks in the name of Jesus. Thank you for all of our speakers who have come in uh, Sunday and Monday. Thank you for the grace that was released through them. Thank you for those who are coming in tomorrow and all the way till the convention is over. Thank you for grace that will be, you'll be releasing through them. Receive our thanks in the name of Jesus. Lord, tonight I have come as commanded by you and I'm looking forward to your grace pouring forth through my lips. I'm blessing the saints. Amen. I'm changing the level of this church yet. Amen. I'm moving your servant forward into higher realms. Amen. Moving the saints in this great church forward into higher realms. Amen. And thank you for this. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Let's give the Lord a big hand of praise and please be seated. Amen. Please be seated. Would you help me welcome one, two people around you? Welcome to this great convention. Thank you, Lord. The theme of this conference is um, covenant keeping God. And what I've tried to do is to address the subject, understanding the covenant. There are many simple words we hear, 
that we don't just have enough, deep enough understanding to maximize the blessings that are there for us. And um, every revelation produces to the level of our understanding of it. We don't get any much from any scripture more than we understand it. Our spiritual understanding of it is what determines our level of uh, blessing that flows from it to us. In Matthew chapter 13, verse 23, it says, That which fell upon good ground are those that hear the word and understand it. And then they bring forth fruit to their levels, their various levels of understanding. Some hundredfold, some sixtyfold, some thirtyfold. Now, all the ground are said to be good ground. And they are all honest ground. But what's the variable? Understanding. So the depth of understanding of any truth is what determines the result we obtain from it. Covenant mentality is key to fulfilling our glorious destiny. We all need to recover our covenant mentality in Christ. For as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. But there is nothing mystical about the word covenant. It's simply a deal enacted by God or put in place by God on well-defined terms and sealed with an oath. God is simply saying, I vow to do this if you will do this. That's the covenant. This is what I have planned to do and this is what you must do to commit me to do it. So it's a spiritual platform where we commit God by our obedience of faith to make good his promise. The covenant is a spiritual platform where we commit God by our obedience of faith to make good his promise. They are fair not out of all the good promise of God that he made unto Joshua. Joshua 21 verse 45. But Joshua obeyed all that was said, commanded him to do. Joshua 11, 25. Because he obeyed all, he committed God to confirming all. That's all we need. For instance, we don't have to beg to be blessed. We serve to be blessed. Thou shalt serve the Lord thy God and he shall bless. You shall serve and he shall bless. Once you are ready to serve, you are not ready for his blessings. Thou makes rich and add no sorrow. You shall serve, he shall bless. A woman came to Jesus, the mother of John and James and John, and said, Master, he, said, he looked at him, shaking his head, perhaps praying. What's going on, Mary? He said, I am pleading and praying that one of my sons will be on your right, the other one on your left. In your kingdom, let the other son go somewhere else. Jesus said, you don't know what you're asking. You don't pray to be enthroned. You serve your way to the throne. You serve your way to the throne. Sitting down in church doing nothing never changes anybody's position. No. 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 
He said, can you drink of the cup that I drink of? We baptize with baptism, but baptize with. They said, yeah, Lord, okay. It's a race. I know that a race run all and one receive the prize. Prize. So run. Run. It's a race. My father is the umpire. He knows who qualifies to be on my right, who qualifies to be on my left. You don't have to pray for promotion, just serve. And then your next promotion shows up. Well, thou good servant, you have been faithful by a few things. Now, have the authority over 10 cities. Luke chapter 19, verse 17 to 19. You have been faithful over a few things. Now, have thou authority over 10 cities. Now, number two, you have been faithful over your five has become five. Now, have the authority over five cities. So, their liftings were sequel to their commitment in serving the interests of their master. And that's what happens. So the covenant puts us in command of all prevailing circumstances of life. Any truth of scripture that we engage with in truth and in deed commits God's integrity to perform. Any truth of scriptures that we engage with in truth and in deed commits God's integrity to perform. This is so important. So all we need, therefore, because there is no promise of scriptures without conditions attached. When we subscribe to the conditions, the promise has graduated to a covenant. becomes binding on God to perform. Remember, it's no respect of persons. Remember, my covenant will I not break nor alter the things that are gone for out of my lips. Psalm 89 and verse 34. We need this covenant mentality. We need this covenant approach to make the most of our work with God. Know what your part is of any deal in scriptures, any provisions in scriptures, and subscribe to it wholeheartedly. You are on your way to sing God's glorious plan and purpose Come train your life. This is so vital. He said, I fear lest by enemies as Satan be guided if. Second Corinthians chapter 11, verse 3, through his subtlety, so your mind should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in the gospel. So simple. So simple. So simple. The greatest event in my own little life were not things I cried for. Just simple, raw obedience and consistency in my doing what he says to do. Then the chapters open up on their own accord, one after the other, one after the other, one after the other. You know, we have a growing destiny in Christ. The part of it, the just one is as a shining light and it shines more and more and more and more. There's no limit on any believer's destiny. There is no limit on your destiny. There's no limit on my destiny. We are redeemed to experience a life of more and more and more until the perfect day that day Jesus returns. 
Because when the perfect comes, then the perfect will go away. Until Jesus comes, we are ordained for continuous change of levels as we keep doing what he commands us to do. There are no private revelations in scriptures. What I say to you, I say to all. Somebody may see it before another man sees it. It doesn't matter. But whatever the word says applies to whosoever is interested. It applies to whosoever is interested. Whatever the word says applies to whosoever is interested. It's not that, okay, that is given to Pastor Taiwo. No, it's given to all of us. Amen. He saw it, he shared it, and you're interested, you plug in. The same thing. It's the same God. With the same glory. There is no respect for persons with God. So if I was selling pure water, such as pure water, I would be a great success. I saw what makes it so years ago. What guarantees your success in whatsoever you do? I saw it. the reason I cried is that I wasn't planning for ministry. My entire goal is to be a blessing to the body of Christ through, you know, uh, whatever provisions God makes available to me. The principles are the same. The, the, you just catch it and run with it. My prayer is that this covenant-keeping God will show you wonders between now and the next World Explosion Conference. As we begin to take responsibility, I once stated that any faith that seeks to make God absolutely responsible for the outcome of your life is an irresponsible faith. Faith is simply sharing responsibility with God in the face of scriptures. You can't be saved until you are willing to repent. That's nothing God can do. Real raw prosperity demands a given life. You are not a giver. You are not, you are not qualified to prosper. They, they are all just simple, simple things. You can now go for 100 fasting. Prayer and fasting, they don't change it. No fasting can break scriptures. No. This is so important. It's not a church doctrine. It is the doctrine of Jesus. It's the doctrine of Jesus. Now, if I pray from now to tomorrow, oh God, open the windows of heaven to him, he won't. Because I'll be breaking scriptures. As he subscribed to his part of seeing the windows of heaven open, say no. Tell David not to waste his time. I will not. David, if you pray and you are shedding tears of blood, it won't, make, it won't change it. This is how the covenant God relates with his people. We belong to the covenant family of our covenant keeping God. We demand that we take responsibility in the face of scriptures on anything we desire of the Lord. This is so vital. This is so important. And I pray that this conference will open this seal fully to every one of us. We need to recover our covenant mentality. We need to recover our covenant mentality. That is the platform on which God relates with us. Now, both the Old and the New Testament were ratified by the blood of Jesus. So, every provision both in the old and the new is now available accessible and deliverable for whosoever is interested you see something about God it doesn't force anything on you 
I don't believe that. Some don't believe in healing, so why not? They can carry on with their sickness. Some don't believe in prosperity and they, are very open, they openly say it. So, why can't they continue with their poverty and enjoy it? They don't believe it. Everything about God applies to whosoever is interested only. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If you open, I'll come in. You don't open, I pass on. It doesn't, it doesn't hang around anybody. God has never forced a blessing on any man in this world. Neither will he force his way on any man, into any man's life. He was going to Jerusalem. And they said, hello, your face looks like somebody is going through some area. You won't pass through here. Peter said, call fire. How can they stop you? No, they have a right. They have every mortal man has a right to his choice. Jesus, no, for healing, I'll look after myself. I have a lot of doctors who know how to handle my case. But now tomorrow, I believe that you took my infirmity. No, 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 no. I believe that there's heaven and I'm going to get there. You know, it's your choice. It's all about your choice. Every scripture provides opportunity for you and I to make our choice. Behold, I lay before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Now, choose life that thou mayest live and thy seed. Deuteronomy chapter 30 and verse 19. So it's not, you can be in a church of this magnitude with life flowing everywhere and just decide, okay, all I want is to make heaven. You make heaven. Why not? If you do what make, you know, entitles you to assess heaven, you make it. And you do without all the others, which are also freely available. But you don't just want it. And so you can't have it. The good news tonight is this. It's never late to be right. It's never late to be right. May you make the right choice tonight. God's covenant is eternally binding on all issues as his covenant of the day and of the night. If you cannot break my covenant of the day and of the night, you can never break my covenant with my, with David, my servant, and the priest, my Levites. You can't break it. Jeremiah 33, verse 21, all the way to 25 or to 26. You can't break it. His covenant is eternally binding on all issues contained in scriptures. Eternally binding. You can't operate on the covenant of heat-free, sweet marriage as contained in Ephesians 5, 23 to 30, and have crisis. You can't love your wife as Christ loves the church and have crisis. Where you have no way to store any wrongdoing. You can't. You can't submit yourself to your own husband as unto the Lord and have crisis. You know the good news? You don't have to wait for the other party. Just do your own. We have crisis when we are waiting for the other people. I can't love you until you submit. He said, I won't submit until you love me. So we're going to deal with ourselves in this place. The other side will fall in line like a dream of the night. Just do your own. Do your own. 
This covenant mentality, it will deliver for too many days of fasting. Amen. You'll be fasting on more important things. Fasting for the church of God to grow. Fasting for souls to be saved. Fasting for them to be established in the faith. Fasting for the power of God to keep exhuming from the altar. You have time to pray and fast for more rewarding things. When you have enough light to deal with the issues around you. Again, my prayer is that we will wake up from here, we will get up from here and take responsibility. Because everyone is absolutely responsible for the outcome of his life. Everyone. Everyone. Stop blaming the devil. Where was he when others were going forward? Where was the devil when you got saved? Did he block your way and say, no, 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 you can't be saved? Your choice that God respects, the devil respects it. Amen. I said, God respects your choice. So how can the devil resist what God respects? One day I had an information that every bottle of Coca-Cola carries about eight cubes of sugar. And I vowed that day that I will never taste Coca-Cola again. And that was the last day. It's over 20 years. I didn't praise her. I just engaged the power of choice and walked out of it. All we need is just subscribe to our side of the deal and we are true. Everybody here from now Every step of faith you take in the demonstration of your raw faith in God's word and your part of the deal will produce result. That is my prayer for you in the name of Jesus. Let me now come to one that will keep you fit for life. We saw in scriptures in the time of King Asa. Now, there was no peace to him that went out, not to him that came in, but great vexation was upon all the inhabitants of the earth. Nation was destroyed of nation, beginning from verse 3, and kingdom of kingdom. Uh, and uh, uh, there was great adversity in the land. Then the prophet came, and there was a wave of awakening, a spiritual revival. And they entered into a covenant. Verse 12, to seek the Lord God of their father or serve the Lord God of their father with all their heart and with all of their desire. And the Lord gave them rest round about. This is what this conference will do in your life. Rest at home. Rest at work. Rest in your business. Rest in your career end of ups and downs in your life. And the Lord gave them rest round about. Now, verse 19 said, and there was no more war. You think there's a war-free zone in life? Yes. How do I get there? Enter into a covenant to make God and the interest of his kingdom your reason for living and you have rest round about 
and there shall be no more war in your environment. Can I hear your loudest? Amen. It was not something they were praying and pleading for. They took step. Is this the way out of our crisis? The prophet said, yes. So King Gaza took courage. And they entered into a covenant. And the Lord gave them rest round about. And that covenant remained in force until King Asa stepped out of it. So it's possible to live our life as individuals. Enjoying all unrest with no more war if we will stay in that covenant for life. Please listen to me. The mystery of Matthew 6.33 settled my life. I caught it when I was 22. I entered into it in writing. Got into caution with my wife and read it to her and to ask, are you in order with the covenant I've entered into? She said, yes. I said, sign it. <laughs> it was a signed document. September 12, 1976. It was a signed document. Can I tell you this, sir? I have never borrowed nor distressed all my life. Since that day, I've never been a body to any mortal man, including my parents and my senior siblings. I knew when I entered into it that if I would seek this one, all other things that others are dying to get shall be added to me. What a jackpot of life. That seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things that others are dying to get shall be added to you. Not some of them. Not most of them. All these things. All. I say, is that it? That's all I need to do. Sure. I wrote a piece captioned Sailing Under Sealed Orders and wrote my commitment to it and signed it. I didn't know the weight of it until when I found Second Chronicles 15. I didn't see it that time. They entered into a covenant to seek the Lord God of their Father with all their heart, not eye service. With the whole of their desire. And he was fond of them. And the Lord gave them rest round about. Now I prophesy to everyone here. Who will care to enter into that covenant. And many of us are in it. Who will care to sustain their work in that covenant. Round about rest. Rest over your children. Rest over your grandchildren. Rest over all that pertains to you. Yeah. I decree that so now. Yeah. Give the Lord a big hand. Get seated. Yeah. Amen. It's so important 
the moment you enter into that covenant with all your heart, not do that because they say we should do it, with the whole of your desire. I had a very close friend of mine in our times when you are out of school, the thing you think about is a car to ride, a house to rent, and get married, and organize yourself when it's time you die. Yeah, yeah. Nobody was talking about vision or anything. So, and then, uh, my friend Benjamin would ask me, Brother David, what kind of car are you dreaming of? I said, I'm not dreaming of any car. And true, true, sir, I wasn't. I've left that realm since I caught that light. I'm just dreaming Jesus. I'm just dreaming the expansion of his kingdom. That preoccupied my entire being. And I remember Benjamin would say to me, okay, ask me what kind of car I want to ride. I said, okay, Brother Ben, what kind of car you are going to ride? Oh, 504. <laughs> Metallic color. Tinted glass. Fully air conditioned. Um, he said this so redemically. You think he was singing? <laughs> he organized it. But, sir, I've never had a dream car. I've never had a dream house. That just caught me up. I just got intoxicated with him. And he hasn't stopped decorating my life, sir. I sat and I asked myself, all of these men that came my way, whoever introduced me to them, presidents across nations, not one. Not one person. They cannot introduce you to Not one, sir. On arrived in the country and they say, oh, Mr. Sula sent that uh, they'll be privileged if I can call by. I, I've never had anybody introduce me to anyone I can tell you this. All these things that others are dying to get. So I never prayed one day for aircraft. Where will I have the time? Time to pray for aircraft? No. No. But I can tell you this. I was still under the bridge on Saturday. Menacing to the people. Amen. There is no week that I don't reach out. In person, from corner to corner, from gutter to gutter. It is a covenant I entered into now. Let me tell you this. Us, in all labor, there is profit. But no profit compares with spiritual labor. Now he said, God is not mocked. Or the man souls. That shall he reap. Either souls to the flesh, or the flesh shall reap corruption. Where that source of the spirit of the spirit shall live life everlasting. It's a, relative, it's a relative language. Corruption means you can't compare the value of spiritual stewardship with any other kind of stewardship. You can't compare it. That you are praying for souls to be saved. God who sees you in secret, He will reward you openly. You are praying for the saved to be established in church. God who sees you in secret, will reward you openly. You are praying for every service to be on fire. And impart on lives and change stories of men. God is saying it in secret. Now, you are going out with passion like your master Jesus and walking with the Samaritan woman by the world. Ordinary person. God is saying it, he's recording it, and he's rewarding you openly. Now, watch out. If you will enter into a covenant to serve God and the interests of his kingdom, between now and next year's World Explosion Conference, God will decorate your life anew. Yeah. 
This is so important. So sitting down in church doing nothing never changes anybody's story. <laughs> you know what? I'll go this way. My wife will go this way. We go different ways. She may want to come back before I want to come back. So each one goes according to their level of capacity. Amen. And we come back. Each one with his results. Oh, it was a great outreach today. Great time today. My drivers are on my team. My office staff. That's all I need. This thing works. Now, wait a minute. There is no trace of pain in my system. I'm not on any medication, not even vitamins. I give the glory to Jesus. I'm not on any. I'm not on any. Thou shall serve the Lord thy God. He shall bless your bread and water. And I will take sickness away from you. There shall none that serve me be barren nor cast their young in the land. The number of your days I will fulfill. They are all there. They are all there. Now, serving in other departments of the church, of the ministry, is great. But spiritual stewardship is the greatest of all. There is joy in heaven when the soul is saved. Yes, we need people to keep the church clean, but there is nobody celebrating heaven when that happens. You have your reward, yes. But that a soul is saved, either through your prayers, or through your prayers and your reaching out, whichever that you succeed in bringing a soul to the kingdom, heaven celebrates. Heaven cannot celebrate you and you not becoming a celebrity. Heaven can celebrate your input without you becoming a celebrity at the end of the day. So I see many celebrities here. I said I see many celebrities here. I see many celebrities here. In the name of Jesus, you'll be one of them. That's what we need. The church needs to be awake. Sir. Out of 2.1 billion or 2.2 billion Christians in the world, 1.1 or so are Catholics. You can't believe it. Is it maybe 2.7, I can't catch up. Probably what is 2. Point something. 1.1 are Catholics. They have this feed this. Out of that. 0.7 billion are non, they don't believe in anything. Blank. They're just blank. Waiting to be given the right thing to believe. This church has capacity to be three times its present Sunday morning service if people will get out for Jesus and say, Jesus loves you. Somebody just came out of the prison and saw me by the road preaching. It was an Amorabha. He stood there. He said, what? 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 He came down to this place. I won't waste my life like this. When I made a call, he answered. Today he works in, in our system. It was an Amorabha. On his way to perishing. Somebody was going to commit suicide. He saw me under the bridge. Ministering. He stood afar. Somebody moved to him and said, move close. When Bishop prays, God hears. And then as he came close, I said, I didn't know him. I didn't know anything about him. I was just mentioning Yoruba language. And I said, Lati on the law, on the 
He sounded amen like a thunder. Gave his life to Christ. And that was it. By Monday, that was Friday evening. By Monday, his heaven opened. The reason why he wanted to commit suicide was off. Now, he has overcome. He has stepped into the kingdom. Can I hear you? You don't know whether somebody you are talking to is just about to die. You don't know. I want to leave you with this position that will keep your heaven open forever. He said, even in old age, you still be bringing forth fruit. You know, soul winning is not a gift. Soul winning is not a calling. It's every believer's responsibility. Every, every believer. I'm the vine, you are the branches. Every branch in me that bear the not fruit, he take it away. Every branch that bears fruit, he forget or keeps feet so he can keep bearing more fruit. It's every believer's responsibility. The people in your workplace, they are your responsibility to be led to Christ. People in your neighborhood are your responsibility. They are your responsibility. Let's wake up and take it and enjoy it. That's the way it works. Somebody was testifying recently and uh, she won number one award in the United Nations in a contest on innovation and creativity from across seven continents, 745 projects. And the first 38 were chosen, her home was there. They were still celebrating that. When he got a mail that yours is now being selected as number one, come over and receive your award. In his response to the award, I want to give glory to my Lord Jesus Christ, who is the custodian of all innovation and creativity. Now, who is this young person? He led all members of our family tree to Christ. She led all members of our family tree to Christ. <laughs> he said they are in this church today, and they are also bringing people. Passion for Jesus will change anybody's position supernaturally. Passion for God. In fact, we have not found real, we have not found fulfillment until we have found this secret. Just go there. You won't need to struggle for anything anymore. You won't need to. Can I tell you the one plus that is in this thing, which is not anywhere else? Every time you're on the go for Jesus, after souls and prayers, every time you're on the go for Jesus, he goes with you. He said, Lo, I am with you even to the end of the world. <laughs> it is God with you and me that makes us more than conquerors. Everything that troubles others trembles at your instance when God is with you. He said, Tremble thou, O earth, at the presence of the Lord. That's what makes us more than conquerors. Being on the go for Jesus establishes his presence with you and I. And it's not us they fear. It is the God they see with us that they fear. Amen. That's what makes this the most rewarding. It guarantees you his presence 24-7. You are just on the go. Can I tell you this? We were in one motel, and then in the night, some robbers came into that motel. And then I got off from my sleep in my pajamas. And I walked to the lounge, and I saw those demon looking persons. And I had my hand on my waist. <laughs> in the name of Jesus, <laughs> they 
they just fled. I was waking up from sleep. A lion is a lion whether asleep or awake. <laughs> now, you see, and what scared them is the presence of God with this man. On the go for Jesus. I wasn't there for nothing. I was there for the gospel. I had no other interest. Not looking for one offering from nobody. I went there for Jesus. So he had to go with me. You are on the go for Jesus. He goes with you. You are on the go. Now, from now, you never miss that presence again. Can Jesus sit between your office and nothing is working? Can he sit between your shop and nobody's coming to buy? Can Jesus be in that place in your business center and nothing is happening? No. No. God with you keeps things working. All the time. And that will be your portion from now. Let me hear your loudest amen. Let me hear your loudest amen. You know, the Bible said in the multitude of people is a king's honor. Proverbs 14, 23. I mean 28. And he that honors me, I will honor. So when you're a part of bringing people into church, you are honoring Jesus. And you have committed him to honor you. When Jesus honors a man, no devil can put him down. When I stretch forth my hand, we shall turn it back. When your honor comes from Jesus, every shame and reproach will disappear. Even to insult you behind you will be a problem. How much more when they see you? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You won't think it was the man who was speaking somewhere that you are a bad man. <laughs> you have suddenly become a honorable man. <laughs> because of the honor that comes from God. Be part of this explosion. Now, this word explosion will lead to explosive growth in this church. Let me hear your loudest, amen. It must lead to explosive church growth in this church. We will be doing first, second, third, fourth, fifth services. With life oozing forth from this altar. In the name of Jesus Christ. So, lay aside your reputation. You don't die in your frustration. Lay it aside. Jesus made himself of no reputation. Your real reputation is the one offered by the Lord. It's the only lasting and enduring one. He put upon himself the form of a servant. He became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore, God also has highly exalted him. I see a lot of Men and women scaling strange heights in this church. And no matter how high the height you scale, you will still be serving Jesus. I see company owners here putting chapels in their respective offices. Having outreach department in their offices. And just going all out winning souls for Jesus. And bringing them to this church to be nourished. Let me hear your loudest amen. Let me hear your loudest amen. The good news is this World Explosion Conference has come to change your story forever. What others are dying to get will continue to be added in color to your life. You'll never go down again. 
you never go down again. You never go down again. You never go down again. Please consider entering into this covenant and have a new beginning altogether. Consider entering into this covenant to serve Jesus with all your heart and with the whole of your desire. Nobody ever loves Jesus at a loss. He said, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. Doesn't enter the heart of any man that things that God has prepared for them that love him. Nobody ever loves Jesus at a loss. As you begin to move with him, he keeps moving you forward. So from henceforth, you are going forward. There's no other way to go, you are going forward. There's no other way to go, you are going forward. There's no other way to go, you are going forward. Interestingly also, every covenant we enter into has capacity to endure for generations. To endure for what? To endure for generations. And in thy seed shall all the families of the earth be blessed. In thy seed. In thy seed. Now, in John 15 and verse 16, Jesus defines this commandment as the anchor commandment of every child of God. You have not chosen me, but I've chosen you and I've ordained you or enabled you, enabled you to go and bring forth fruits and that your fruit shall abide. You check all through scriptures, there is no other passage that establishes the reason of our redemption other than that. So that whatever you ask the Father, he may give it to you. You just enter into favor with God when you are in it. You just enter into favor. And now, that doesn't mean you are praying. It means before you call, I will answer. While you are here speaking, I will perform. Before you call, I will answer. While you are here speaking, I will perform. You have not chosen me. I have chosen And this is my Father glorified that you bear much fruit. It's not just do it today, forget for the next three months. It's making it a lifestyle. You see everybody, the first thing is, oh, is he saved? Hello, Jesus loves you. How is he today? And he gives you wisdom on how to go around to help him see the light and follow you to church. You just pray your prayer. He will call you, excuse me, when is service today? Uh, don't worry, I'm coming to pick you. You are getting him down to church. It's every believer's responsibility. It's not a calling. It's not a gift. The woman of Samaritan went to town, pulled the old town out. I have found the Christ. Can I tell you something interesting that I got in my outreach team? Our new converts between February and March had brought 1,685 souls. Our own new converts of the year. Our new converts. Just by simply telling them, come along with your friend so they can be blessed along with you. And they, they are new converts. They are new converts. So what are we doing as old disciples? So I want you to take this as a personal call to duty. And watch how Jesus 
will keep decorating your life. I don't know where my life will be if I never found Matthew 6, 33. I don't know where my life will be today. Now, there was nothing in there when I found it, but I saw everything in there. I saw everything there. I saw everything there. And I'm saying it to the blessed saints in this conference. Please see it. Your life is far more decorated than Solomon's. He said it in that place. He said greater than Solomon is here. Your life is far more decorated than Solomon's. And you won't see the other side of Solomon. As long as you keep at it. Just keep at it. Just keep at it. Just keep at it. Now, hear what he said. He said, they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. Daniel 12, 3. And they that turn men to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. As the stars. Turning many to righteousness makes stars. Not just temporal stars like in the field of sports. Eternal stars. Stars forever and ever. There are names here as the Lord liveth. Who will commit to this thing that is being spoken tonight? Who will be stars forever and ever? Yes. Turning many to... So it's not about I want souls. No. Just strive to reach God's benchmark. At every time you reach it, it changes your level. And then another level, another level, another level. And you know the Bible says, that winner souls is wise. Proverbs 11.30. And through wisdom, kings reign. So you're on your way to the throne. You are on your way to the throne winning souls. Where are you on your way to? You're on your way to the throne. You're on your way to the throne winning souls. You are on your way to the throne winning souls. So we flew into a country and then we had no visa into that country anyway. So they sounded the people at the airport. They said, no, you can't land here. You don't have a visa here. And they said, by the way, who is the principal on board this flight? They mentioned my name. They said, wait a minute. Call there very, anywhere they want to call. They say, please, on personal recognition, you can learn. You don't know nobody. You don't know them by name or by address or by phone or nothing. And you commit yourself to winning souls. Sir, we have people in our church today that's one of our elders. I led him to Christ in 74. Folks, I've come, anybody I come across, my first desire is he must know Jesus. Amen. I saw my parents born again, filled with the Holy Ghost. I'm blessed before they died. Speaking in tongues, purely. Just get into it. Life will open up. I speak this words tonight as a prophet sent to this place. It's impossible for you to be granted again. It's impossible for you to be granted again. It's impossible for you to be granted again. Say with me, I have the power of choice. Tonight, I choose to come on key with the covenant of service. Serving God and the interest of his kingdom all the days of my life. I thank you, Jesus, for this church you have brought me into. 
I refuse to be an onlooker. I refuse to be an observer. I'm going to be a major player serving you and the interests of your kingdom. Bringing souls into the kingdom and pulling them into church to be established in the faith. Now, let me say this. You are not rewarded for effort made. You are rewarded for results obtained. I went out since morning. That, that's not a score. That somebody studied so hard and he failed the exam. Your study too much doesn't make any meaning. Amen. You know, you, you must get results. No, sir, but why are we bringing them to church? They cannot be established outside the church. He said, I want all men saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. First Timothy 2 4. Now, the knowledge of the truth is available consistently in church. Can I hear your amen? That means I want all men saved and get them down to church. That's why. That's why. That's why. It's in church we charge the battle of our salvation to keep our light shining. If you have a, a, a rechargeable torch light and you don't charge the battery, it will go flat. There will be no more light. Darkness will overrun that individual anymore. So it's important to get them down to church where their battery of salvation can continue to be charged and their light will continue to shine and darkness can't torment them anymore. That's why it's not a church growth craze. It's fulfilling the great commission. Teaching them. Where do we teach them? In church. To observe all things, whatever I've taught you. We teach them in church. The church is a city of light. When I entered the sanctuary of the Lord, then understood I. Psalm 73 verse 17 them down to church. Let me challenge you therefore that throughout this year make every, have a soul winning project per week that Jesus somebody must follow me to know you and follow me to church where it can be taught the truth and live it a young fan life and make the journey through to heaven. Make it a desire so that this coming Sunday somebody follows you to church. This Sunday following, somebody else follows to church. You're just going. I'm going. I'm going. This will change your story forever. It will take care of your health. Because a faithful ambassador is entitled to healthy living. Proverbs 13, 17. You are a faithful ambassador. You are entitled to healthy lifestyle. And who is an ambassador? All of us who are new creature. We are now ambassadors of Christ. Reconciling the world back to God. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, 17 to 20. So let's take responsibility and stop paying for what is free. Let's stop paying for what is free. Sir, I'm absolutely fearless. His presence makes me fearless. He's so thick with me and I'm conscious of it. Makes me fearless. I tell the truth without looking at any devil's face. And I've walked free from it from, from city to city in this country. I must tell you this. You need to be free from fear by securing his presence. Because without the fear, you cannot fall. Now, in the name of Jesus, everything that is in this thing must answer in your life. From henceforth, you'll never suffer any form of shame again. No more 
physical breakdowns. No more emotional breakdowns. No more spiritual breakdowns. And as the Lord liveth, this church enters a new realm of growth. Everyone involved will continue to be rewarded openly. As I close, pray for every service. If you're a genuine member of this church, pray for every service. Jesus, Sunday is here again. I'm asking you to show yourself. Let your hand be upon our pastor and all the team that are ministering with him. Jesus, let your word go forth with fire. Let everyone save soul in this service today be saved. You pray with all your heart. Let the sick be healed as your word is going for. Lord, let your prayers be set free. You are on your way. To a wonderland. A land where you don't struggle for anything to happen. Where Jesus takes over. All that concerns you. You must get there. You must get there. You must get there. And I can tell you, as you do that, it keeps changing your level. And as it changes your level, keep changing your gear. Keep changing your gear. Keep changing your gear. Something is about to burst. Lift up those two hands, everybody. Let's celebrate Jesus. Tonight, if anything came through to you, give him thanks and praise. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Amen. Now, lift up those two hands and renew your covenant with God. Your covenant to serve him with all your heart, with the whole of your desire. Your covenant to be an asset to this church and not a liability. Your covenant to be a value-added member of the body of Christ. Whichever church you came from, if you came from any other church and you are here, just pray that wherever you are, now something will be happening in fulfilling the great commission. You are going to be all out for Jesus. You will be adding color to your life every day. No going back. No going back. The covenant will speak for you. The covenant will speak for you. If I have two minutes more, would you say this after me? In this kingdom, we don't beg to be blessed. We serve to be blessed. We don't beg to be promoted. We serve our way to promotion. We don't beg to be honored. We serve our way to honor. We don't pray to be enthroned. We serve our way to the throne. We don't beg for breakthrough. We serve our way to breakthrough. We don't cry to prosper. We serve our way to realms of prosperity. We don't cry to be healed. We serve God and the interests of his kingdom to stay healthy. We don't beg to be favored. We serve our way into realms of favor. Now, this prophetic words will deliver in your life forever. It will deliver in your life forever. God's presence will dominate every aspect of your life. Because God is light, at your instance, darkness will start clearing the way. Every statement of scriptures is ratified by the blood of the everlasting covenant. So they are there forever. And in the name of Jesus, 
this covenant tonight will change your story forever. Welcome to the war-free zone of life. Welcome to the war-free zone of life. Your generations will never be mistaken for beggars. You will not be mistaken for paupers. Your spiritual life will never go down. One of my mentors said, those who win souls hardly backslide. Isn't that assuring that you can secure your salvation by going after souls? You can't be going away from what you are calling people into. <laughs> you can't be. You can't be. Everybody can know that you are a Christian and you are doing nonsense. You can't. It's because they don't know. They don't know you are a Christian so they can bring anything to you. They don't know you are a Christian so they can bring anything to you. And then, uh, excuse me, can't you do this? It doesn't matter. But if you are the one preaching to them, you think they will come? Oh. Ah, no, don't go there. Oh. That's Jesus' person. Don't, don't go there. He won't take it. He won't take it. He will expose all of you. They will, you free your life by advertising Jesus. By what? By advertising Jesus. You think anybody can ask me a bribe in this country? Which mouth will he use? No. Never. I've never given one. I won't give till I die. I'm going to heaven. <laughs> I'm not just uh, having fun. I'm going to heaven. Heaven is my goal. Amen. I won't. I, never. Somebody came to me and said, Look, can I give you an higher side if you don't give something to this man? I said, Stand up, you devil. <laughs> his shoe fell off his feet. I said, Carry your dirty shoe and move, my friend. May you give me higher side or what? You think I'm faking it here? That's what I say. You think I'm faking it here? One dime has never passed from me to anybody, police, politician, military, soldier, anybody. On what basis? You don't get receipt, you don't get a thing from me. <laughs> I lie. And that's why Jesus won't stop blessing me. So I will lose anything for Jesus. Because I know I will gain it back. I will lose anything for Jesus. Those who preach Jesus hardly slide back. You'll never slide back. Yeah. You'll never slide back. Yeah. None of the converse you are bringing will ever slide back. Yeah. And you don't need experience to bring anybody. The Samaritan woman didn't have any experience. It's the first contact. So tell them when you're coming next Sunday, bring your friend. Don't you have a friend? You have a friend, you have a neighbor, come with them. And you find your convert coming with three people. You find some, ah, man, amazing thing. We led one woman to Christ. We call her a Samaritan woman. She brought 95 one day. Chartered buses for them. I said, this is a Samaritan woman. So I announced, I said, I have a Samaritan woman among our converts. Ah, man, just went wide for Jesus. You will make many of such. Yeah. One day, somebody will count here that you have a hundred people here now. Yeah. That you personally led to Jesus. Yeah. And that you not sure to see them establishing the faith. How many will say amen to that? So, uh, my beloved, get ready for many more services. Get ready. Get ready for many more services. Get ready. You have all the room to make it seven services. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. 
Get ready. You know, Lot walked with Abraham and had other blessings of Abraham. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You've been around with me for some time. You have a right to any grace I taught. Any grace I taught. Any grace I taught. So get ready for it. Get ready for it. Get ready for it. You are going to see wonders here. My entire heart blesses this church. Blesses God's servant over this church. Blesses all our workers, all our pastors in this church. We are singing a new song from here. We are singing a new song from here. The enemy shall not have an inroad into this church. The sons of the wicked shall not have access to this church. This is but the beginning. Greater days are here. Lift up those two hands and celebrate Jesus. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Tai Dukoya, please contact us at the Fountain of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries, Off Town Planning Way, Ilukoju, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you. God bless you.